Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And we will be discussing the B-sides from the Spice Girls' second album, Spice World. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Looking for an awesome global pop music podcast? Look no further because Chris and I have the inside scoop with extensive experience from performing on stage to working at record labels. And on CCTV, we will bring you the in-depth reviews, discussion, and interviews with artists, producers, and other heavy hitters from across the music business. So join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pops and become part of our amazing crew, including Lisette, Lily, Emily, Kevin, Deshaun, and Juliet. And also subscribe now and let's explore the world of pop music together. Yes. So we're doing another Spice Girls video. Um, or episode. These have been very successful for us so far. So thank you to all the Spice fans out there for supporting us. The Spice Girls Spice World 25 release was a little underwhelming and kind of just came and went. Mm. Uh, And we can debate about the interesting track listing and everything. But more excitingly, we're back with part two of our Spice World album review to talk about its B-sides. Yes. So Spice World was their second album released in November 1997. And if you haven't, definitely go check out our full track-by-track review of the album. But aside from those 10 tracks, there were some exclusive B-side tracks that were included on the physical releases of some of the singles released from the album. And with the release of the 25th anniversary version of the album, it is the perfect time to revisit them. Um, And you, I think for you, it was one of your first times, right, hearing some of these songs. So I'm very excited (laughs) to hear what you think. Um, But to take you back 25 years, the girls were very busy at the time filming Spice World, the movie. So they didn't really Mm -hmm. record much outside of the songs that made it onto the album. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, there are not many choices here. (laughs) Busy, Um, busy girls. (laughs) Yes, yes. So we will now go track by track and discuss the production, vocals, melodies, and lyrics and give our ratings for each song. Woohoo! Yes. And of course, we have Spice Invaders. The Spice Invaders. <laughs> Invaders. <laughs> we'll we have Spice Invaders as the first track, done by the Spice Girls, Andy Watkins and Paul Wilson of Absolute. Well, with this song, the story goes that the girls needed a B-side for a Spice Up Your Life single. So they were on a tight deadline. And then they quickly went into the studio with the Absolute team. And with a few microphones set up and the direction to talk about whatever they wanted, Andy and Paul took that conversation, uh, put a basic or, as put by them, hideous bubblegum pop production track behind it and went with it. Um, and this one is really interesting. Uh, I'm going to let you kick us off. What are your thoughts as a <laughs> longtime Spice fan? I'm actually more curious about your thoughts because I, 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 I tend to forget that this song, can we even call it a song? Um, yeah. That this yeah. track exists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... I don't know. It's not very listenable. You know what I mean? Like if it came up on shuffle while you're listening to actual music, this would definitely yeah. throw off everything, yeah. regardless of what you were listening to before. But I have <laughs> grown to appreciate it through the years because it is mm-hmm. kind of a great snapshot 
in time. Oh, yeah. Of their relationship, their chemistry, their dynamic. This was really their peak, right? They were filming yeah. the movie. The adrenaline was going, but the creativity was running out as well because they were probably <laughs> just tired. Um, yeah. So it's really funny to listen to. And also, it's just so interesting because everything each member says is just so in line with the caricatures from the Spice World film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just feels totally. so authentic. It almost makes the movie feel more authentic. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this wasn't fake. This is like really real, real, yeah, real. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we even get to the production and stuff, what was your reaction when you heard it? It sounds like a, um, a like a like an ad for something, or like it sounds like an intro. Like I feel like this would make an amazing skit for a concert performance or something. Like yeah. spicy girls, are you too spicy? Like it was just so <laughs> random. And then the sitar in the beginning. Yeah. I guess when I, you think of sitar, you think India. You think India, you think spices, right? And I think of the Queen of Spices because there's like a movie called Queen of Spices with Rai. I'm even gonna try her last name. I'm not very good at pronouncing it. But yeah, I just think of spice, and I was just like, why did they do that? <laughs> Especially with the sitar, like, I just think of India. So again, it was one of those things where I'm like, this would be fun. This would be very fun for like a skit on stage, or like some weird janky animation, or even like a continuation of that terrible claymation, um, you know, that I don't love that much. <laughs> that would have been, this would have been a fun little thing. The fairies go off into outer space and then come back down. What's spicy? <laughs> you know, I just feel like this just it has a lot of character, you yes. know? A lot of a lot of that. Um, I do I do enjoy um, Jerry's whole monologue. <laughs> she turned into a like a major hippie, <laughs> and then her taking offense to the ginger thing, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's okay." But ginger's nice, you know. She goes, "Ginger Rogers," like she's like she has class, you yep. know. So, but then I'm she like, says, "I'm not even really ginger. I get it from the bottle." <laughs> oh yes, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I think that's what's really interesting. I don't think we've. Um, it feels like an interlude, like a very, very long interlude now that I think about it. It feels like a yeah. Janet Jackson <laughs> mile long interlude, but she would like stop after like at least 30 seconds, you know? That's one of those. Wee! Yeah. It's funny for sure. Mel B just <laughs> screaming all over it. She definitely has probably my favorite parts. Oh my God. Um, like she's like, I want that Indian moment back. And then she like yeah. starts doing that weird Zen thing and then it's over. And she's like, <laughs> she's oh, like, that was oh. quick. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and I also love Victoria talking about jerry hug that tree oh jerry yeah that was <laughs> like, so random it's so funny because in the movie obviously they're all like kind of annoyed by jerry and how like she tries to sound very knowledgeable and sophisticated um that's so funny <laughs> it's very much the same i guess in real life as well oh, I mean, so it's really I mean, really funny i like that um melcy was like oh this is this is this song is full of valid information i wanted to throw that out there oh, that was mel b like, oh mel b that's what I, was yeah. like, sorry, I said mel c mel yeah. b was one who's like oh, this song is full of valid information i'm like <laughs> she gave some I, advice was, in the beginning yeah she tried some <laughs> random advice it was so random <laughs> <laughs> okay i do have to say though the little you know whistle the ba 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 hook yeah. it actually isn't terrible like honestly no. if they tried a little harder they probably could actually turn it into an awesome chorus right there yeah um which yeah. is even funnier because obviously they didn't um even a just lazy it. i guess not lazy but well, just no, probably, I, like, okay, i think we they so literally had like 20 30 minutes to just and they were like you need a track right now oh my the god the, the, the physical single is going into production you need to give us something i think it's like that's that. too much oh, yeah, that's yeah too yeah. stressful yeah oh. um 
And the backing track, you know, I feel like the absolute guys, they aren't giving themselves enough credit because I actually think it's not terrible. Oh, no, not at all. It does sound like a demo, like it's relatively bare. But again, if you actually took had the time to, I feel like they actually could write a really good pop track around it. Yeah, I feel like it's like a little kooky kind of like, you know, like (laughs) weird cousin twice removed to Groove is in the Heart. It's kind of like quirky and it's just like a lot of going on and like. Not in terms of, like, production-wise, but when I listen to it, it feels very much like, not Austin Powers' theme song, but it just feels very, like, you know, I don't know how to describe it. That would be a really, really fun challenge, though. Like, again, the Spice Girls marketing people, like, have not taken full advantage of all the opportunities they have. Like, if the girls don't want to promote things, get other people involved. They should have just given the backing track to everyone Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. given maybe just the chorus medley and been like... All you songwriters out there, try to write a song with this. What can you get us? And then you maybe get like a shout out from the from one of the girls or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity. You know, Mm. I don't. I guess they were just betting on or banking on. Excuse me, banking on like the fans kind of coming in and being like, "Oh my god, we're gonna save the day." But like you said, there wasn't much fanfare. Well, they actually did not even include this track on the deluxe (laughs) version of the album. Oh wow! So the girls. Are ignoring it also. Oh, <laughs> instead like, we got those horrible live oh. versions that are Stop. not even recorded to a soundboard. Um, anyway, <laughs> any other thoughts about Spice Invaders, or should we give our ratings? I can't believe I thought it was Space Invaders for the longest time. That's all I have to say. I saw I said Spice Invader. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's my only thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, again, I think it's very fun. Mm-hmm. But definitely the worst song in the entire Spice Girls back catalog. Um, so I guess I'll give it like, I don't know, a four? A five? Oh. Maybe a five. Because oh. it's funny, but it's not a song. Yeah, no, I was, I was going <laughs> to give it a five, too. I don't think we've ever given out a four. Not even track seven of the Steps album. I think we gave that like a... Did I give like, a Blackpink song like a three at one point? We're going to have to dig through this one. <laughs> wow, no, next <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So the next song we're going to talk about is Outer Space Girls. And this one was done by the Spice Girls, Richard Biff Stannard and Matt Rowe. And this was included on the Too Much CD single. And yeah, you go first. What do you think of this one? Uh, This one feels like a mix between like Max Martin and Teddy Riley. Um, Like the bass line, the sense, uh, especially the way it kind of just it was very low in the beginning, yeah. Um, right before the first verse comes in, and even a little bit as it goes in, it sounds like uh, Teddy Riley's work with um with with uh, what's his name that boy Bobby Brown and things like that. My prerogative has that kind of like like I'm like I'm not, I'm not even gonna try to make it with my mouth. Like if you're new here, you know my 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 what's it called? My recreations are terrible, but it does sound like that to me. Uh, this song is interesting because for me, when I hear it, I think of um. Ooh la la from Channel Space Five, that like alien, like, <laughs> have you played that game before? It was on no. Dreamcast, like Sega. Okay, so yeah, 
Um, she had pink fuchsia hair and pigtails and like the, a little like headset. And I thought she was a pop star, but she was actually a, a, a reporter. And she had to sit there and fight off zombies because they were forcing everyone to dance. So I think of that when I hear this song. Um, and I love how the song has like really fun and like uh, space analogies and pop songs will never, ever die. OK, like I love the chorus because the way it comes in reminds me of like uh, like a 70s TV show about like outer space goes out of space. Girls. Like that's what it feels yes. like. It's like a bunch of spies. Um, so, yeah, those harmonies are super tight. Um, things that really stood out to me was like the uh, MG get with the MG MVE. That's cute. That's like a fun switch up from like the whole like roll call Spice Girls shout out. So I liked that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do wonder like what would have happened with like those final choruses if Melcy would have kind of just done some of her her ad libs at the mm -hmm. end, you know, to give it that out of the world kind of feeling like the ah, yeah, mm -hmm. Spice Girl. I don't I sound crazy, but <laughs> yeah, fun. That'd be fun. That would be really fun. Yes. I have always wondered if this was written for or at least inspired by the alien scenes in Spice World. Because like otherwise, like why would they be writing this song? I don't know. You're so uh, it's right. very yeah. just like it doesn't go in line with any of the other songs on the album. So it makes sense why it didn't make the cut. But I actually do like the song. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, I was a huge Sailor Moon fan at the same yeah. time I was a huge Spice Girls fan as a kid. <laughs> And there have always been interesting parallels, right? There are five of them, mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. kind of for the Sailor Scouts, but in the in the first season, you know, mm -hmm. um, they have caricatures. You know, some of them easily match up. Like Mel C and yeah. Sailor Jupiter are like basically the same person. Oh, that pony, <laughs> heck yeah, yeah, Baby Spice, <laughs> Sailor Moon, yeah, you know, it just works. Oh my god, it um, works. Yeah, and so this song just makes me think it'd be a great you know, Sailor Moon AMV. And if you do a oh, quick yeah. YouTube search, there actually are quite a few. So I'm not the yes. only one who thought that. My um, people. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have to say, I've always now thought, I've always thought that the Spice Up Your Life video then actually fits this song more. Oh, yeah. Conquering than... the planet. Yeah. yeah. Way better. Yeah. Again, whoever did that, you you wild. <laughs> You're yeah. so wild. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, as a song, though, I do enjoy the production of this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you mentioning kind of Max Martin, Teddy Riley, that definitely makes sense to me. It's got a really cool bass line. It's yeah. got that kind of funk that, like, um, that a lot it. of those, a lot of their songs have as well. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I there are some very kind of stereotypical space sounds in there, like the bubbles <laughs> and the, yeah, 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 the, the lasers and, and that kind yeah. of thing. But I think that that kind of, campness kind of just makes it fun like they're clearly not yeah. taking themselves very seriously with this um, yes. which i appreciate all the vinyls vine all the all the scratches the dj oh, yeah. scratches that come in it's a little much <laughs> and feels very dated um, yeah but yeah. it's fun for sure um vocally i do have to shout out jerry's mm -hmm. pre-choruses yeah her kind of multi-layered robotic nasally kind of thing that she does Mm -hmm. Really, really fun. It fits her voice perfectly. She sings yes. it with so much attitude. Um, it actually, I think, across the catalog is actually one of her highlights vocally, just because it's so perfect for her. Yeah. 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 But she wrote that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also Victoria with her one line, 
Oh, yeah. In that chorus, yeah. we're rocking to the moon, and it's literally the same uh, recording each chorus as well. Oh like, my uh, god, I feel so. <laughs> she gets treated like a sub vocal. It's terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh man, but yes, I think this one's a fun one. I wish they would have performed it. Can you imagine how like a camp yeah. a performance of this would be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be so much fun. Yeah, I can imagine them pointing and doing the in the <laughs> yeah. movements and the. I mean, I mean, Melcy wore a whole like Nassau. Not Melcy, Mel B wore like a whole like NASA um, was space, it, space suit. suit, and, suit. Yeah. yeah, right? So she might as well freaking like. Yeah, I mean, the whole like, Spice World tour <laughs> was like space alien yeah. themed anyway. So this should have been used as an interlude, I think, at least. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting to kind of hear these songs and then think about what they picked. It's like, wow, I mean, not bad for a B-side. Like, they actually tried oh, with yeah. this one, but also like not as much effort as like the other ones definitely got. Yeah, so, I mean, this one's definitely I, not as lyrically serious as the others oh, no. that ended up making the album, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I listen, I, I enjoyed the inter interstellar odyssey that we were taking on, Me but uh, I can see why I didn't get, get Yeah, and that little shout out to one. Wannabe as well. Yeah, it's very cute. I enjoy these ladies. I mean, it's fun that they were like, what, 20, like late, tw mid 20, mid late 20s? Mid 20s at this point. Yeah, except yeah, for Emma, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that they have at least are able to have fun. And that's what that's what yeah. Pop's missing. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm going to know. So I'm going to get on a soapbox if I start. But all I'm saying is that I miss the fun things like that, like concept songs yeah. that aren't so serious, you know, mm -hmm. like this is missing from Pop for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So what do you rate this one? I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah, yeah, I'll match bad. you with the 7.5 as well. It's not as good as the actual album. Up next is A Walk of Life, written by the Spice Girls, Andy Watkins, and Paul Wilson of Absolute. Okay, this was included on the Too Much CD single and also featured on the Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show soundtrack. Early tracklist of the Spice World album did include the track on the album, and the girls eventually performed it on the first leg of their Spice World tour in 1998, replacing London with whatever city they happened to be in that night, which I mm -hmm. think is very cute. Yes, and that. proves that they're singing live, too. <laughs> mm. Could you imagine, like, just, just for that one pre-chorus, they, like, turned it <laughs> and then the hook, and they turned on the mic. <laughs> but, yeah, it definitely proves for sure. I saw a couple of videos where they said different cities, mm -hmm. so that was fun. Uh, yes. What do you think about this one? Yeah, you know, you'd think the Spice Girls doing reggae would be absolutely awful and oh, yeah. weird. Right. Um, yeah. But it actually isn't terrible. Um, I yeah. would say it brings something different to the whole catalog. It really stands out mm -hmm. amongst everything because it's the only time they tried something like this. And and so I kind of like that they were so happy to experiment for the second yeah. album. Yeah. And do um, give it their best shot, you know? Totally. Um, mm -hmm. I would say the production, though, is a little... I don't know what the right word. Not stereotypical, but it's kind of like the producers were like, oh, you want a reggae song? We'll give you a, a really basic reggae song. Like, you know, we're not even going to try and do anything that different with yeah. it. It's going to be exactly what you requested. <laughs> no, you're right. No, it definitely it definitely does have that feel. It's so interesting. Did Biff do this? No, he didn't. I just read that. He, it's interesting when he's not involved, how not spicy it sounds. Yeah. You know, not to say not, like, you know, like absolute isn't like terrible, but it's interesting because like, now I'm thinking about what you just said. They didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, maybe they I, it was on early track list, but maybe they kind of removed it and then they kind of didn't put as much effort in because it's just a B-side as well. Mm, maybe. That's possible. Yeah. yeah, that's very yeah, possible. True. Um, but yeah, as a song, though, I've always really enjoyed the chorus. It's really fun to sing along to um, mm -hmm. and it has some really nice harmonies as well. This song is Emma's song. 
she <laughs> leads the chorus and she sounds amazing on the song it. Is yeah, she sounds so, so good. And there's a really nice mm. blend of harmonies there. Like you hear Jerry on the lows, you hear Victoria on a different low. Um, yeah, really, really cool dynamic and really fun to listen to. Mm -hmm. um, and vocally, also, I have to give a shout out to Victoria. Oh, I'm yeah. very curious what you thought of her in the second verse, because she uh, sings the whole thing in the head voice, which is uh -huh. different for sure from yeah. what we've heard normally hear from her. Um, I, right. it was an interesting choice. I, I don't love it, but it's interesting just to kind of hear that part of her voice for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I love the bridge in this. Mel yeah. B just, it literally was like, okay, we're in the studio. We need a bridge. And they were all kind of over it in the studio. And Mel B was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in and go. Zinga, zinga, zinga. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, great. <laughs> That works. Let's do it. That's so uh, funny. And like, it's amazing. It's amazing. True story. It, again, it's like no one else could do that. Like, yeah, very not not just willingly. Like, not many people would do it. Just like genuinely, not willingly. Oh my god, what a choice of work. That's but, hilarious. You know what I mean? Like but most artists true. would be like, "You want me to do yeah. what for the bridge?" Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And no. they'll be like, "No, I'm gonna just like scream this." So I can I can do that. No, I can totally do that. Just put some put some reverb on that. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> No, that's so true. She's just like, oh, you know, it's, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, she's very good at strange automatopias, you know? She is. Zinga zingza. Um, oh, oh, God, I'm not, even, I'm not even over forever yet. Forever hasn't happened in this timeline, but her raps in that was stellar. <laughs> you guys should definitely watch our um, Forever album review if you mm. made it this far. The video's not that long, by the way, so you should definitely like and subscribe if you haven't already and check out our forever spice review that one was so funny uh and that was the day you guys got named the cctv crew so a lot of fun memories back there mm. you know uh but yeah um do you have anything else you want to add before i no <laughs> go ahead you know what i agree with you with the reggae thing um just to kind of jump in uh in that sense i get that part uh this particular style is called rock still steady um so it's not complete ska. Rocksteady is kind of like the foundations of reggae. So when a lot of people hear it, they might think like Bob Marley and a bunch of other artists, but definitely like Bob Marley style with the, you know, or back in the streets, they call it You know, I'm not Jamaican. I'm going to stop. I'm not Jamaican. I'm going to stop. But, you know, for someone who is not Jamaican, I appreciate that this song doesn't feel like a bunch of white girls going to Jamaica for cornrows and beads. I love that. I appreciate they did. They don't sound like they're like, oh my god, we have to find a coconut. You know, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> you know, like the white girls that like, get the cornrows with the bees, they come back. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, they didn't do know? that. Thank the Lord. That's that's what it feels. That's what it doesn't feel like. You know, so I think because it, it is that rock steady style, it doesn't feel like they're trying too hard because it's meant to be kind of an effortless kind of style anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely glad that um Mel B didn't throw out any boom boom boom. You know, so I'll take that. I'll take that over. Over the I'll, God, I'll take the zinga zing 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 over the boop boop boop, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. it was it would have just been really 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 out of place. Um, but going back to what you were saying about uh, Victoria's vocals, it's interesting because prior to her singing that part, Mel C sang that part and it sounded good. It sounded very twangy, and the way that she sings, you know, she sounds like that. But then you get Victoria, and I was like, it sounds a little processed. Because uh, not that she can't sing; it's just that some of us don't sound that great up there, and I feel like. Whatever, whatever, whatever reason, it just sounded really tinny. I don't know if that was the processing. She did sound kind of schmeck I will give her that. So where, like, Mel C sounded a little twangy at a certain point. 
Victoria was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I sound terrible recreating it. <laughs> but she sounded a little bit more sexy. Mm. Um, but it's just the way it was edited or tuned and whatever they use. It just didn't complement the voice. Um, I feel like she could could have probably gotten away with singing in her chest, though. Like, honestly, I feel like she could have gotten away with it. Yeah, it'd be, that'd be interesting. Just a hear. lower kind of like, you know, just to kind of also add a different like sound or like mm-hmm. vocal in there mm-hmm. or just add to what Mel B already has, like a lower tone. Like she sounds good down there. It's OK. You can you can live down there. I'm, a, I'm an alto myself. Um, and going on to like the live performances, those were fun. Um, mm. I will say that um, the choreography is just <laughs> interesting. Because, uh, like, you know, after the first chorus, they're all getting lifted and carried around the stage and yeah, then carried yeah. off the stage in very, like, sensual manners. And then mm-hmm. they come back and give a whole speech. But um, it seemed like <laughs> it was fun. Like, it was weird. Yeah, I think it was a way to give... Because I think the two Mel's do a duet right after that. So I think it was mm. a way to give them more costume change time. Like a quick change moment. So the <laughs> other three are kind of being carried around and then they talk for a really long time before the other two come back. Yes, it's giving it's giving K-pop mints. Okay, if you don't know what a mint is, it's a, it's a oh, short I form of that comment. word. I yeah. Why you don't like mints? I like no. I love the Conglish. I love the Conglish. No. Um, but yeah, I, I like the good. I like the. They sound good. Sorry, they sound good live. Um, you can actually hear the uh, harmonies and really appreciate the depth within this group. Mm. And they're not just like twinkly twinkly singers and bubblegum singers. They can actually like hold couple notes, like five part notes. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was actually really sad because I did go to the Spice World tour and they did remove that song by the time they hit the U.S. But it would have been really interesting to hear them sing all the American cities (laughs) with this. Oh, yeah. Could you Yeah, but I think like, I forget what happened. I think one of the dancers got injured so they couldn't carry them like that anymore. So, yeah. And then Jerry left also. I don't know if that also just kind of made them rejig the show a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, could you imagine? I wrote the whole song. Don't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, could you imagine? Man. That'd be terrible. That being said, though, <laughs> what would you rate this uh, walk of life? Oh, I don't know. I think then, I'll give right? it. Ooh, it sucks because the Spice World album is so good. And yeah. I don't think this song is as good as those either. Yeah. Um. So I think I'll just match Outer Space Girls. I'll give it a, a 7.5. Um, yeah, I'll give it a um, I'll give it a seven. Actually, it's not terrible. It's somewhere in the middle. I feel like, like you said, they didn't really like expand upon the sound, nor did it sound like spicy girls. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, on to the next one, I suppose. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, so we're actually already on the final track because, like we said, they didn't have much time in the studio, so he, they kind of put everything they had on the album. But there is one more B-side. We have Step to Me. And this one was mm. done by Spice Girls and Elliot Kennedy and produced by the Absolute Guys, Andy and Paul. And though this was released in the Spice World era, Step to Me was actually recorded during the sessions for the first album. Uh, It was eventually released in the UK as an exclusive CD single sponsored by Pepsi, and I have it. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you could only get the single by buying Pepsi yes. and collecting 20 of the ring pull tabs and sending them to the company in the mail. And they would actually yeah. mail you a CD single as a reward, which is hilarious. They don't do and, that and anymore. And I was about to say that. It's absolutely amazing. Like, hey, yeah. I'm going to, this is for the kids. I think my mom collects those little tabs, actually. Yeah. Just, you know, so I think it, it was worth <laughs> it that they did something with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, apparently it was extremely successful, uh, like yeah. made Pepsi's share price go up. It was a whole thing. Um, but oh, anyway, a slightly different mix of the song was also included on the Japanese version of the Spice World album. Mm -hmm. And the song has been performed on multiple tours and shows and finally received a worldwide digital release in September of 2022 ahead of this 25th anniversary release. So yes. up till then, this song was the only one on the whole Spice, Spice Girls cata catalog that was not available worldwide. So yeah. finally, I think their whole discography now is available, which is awesome. Um, nice. But yes, what do you think of this one? This is interesting because the lyric video, not just speaking about the soda tabs, they actually have the soda tabs in like, <laughs> in like this. Um, oh, and the lyric Vegas, video that they made. Yeah, in this yeah, Vegas yeah. showgirl kind of like circular motion. I think that is so cute in the pre-chorus. Yes, um, shout out to the, I think okay. his name is Chris that made those. He also did all the steps like 4K upscale music videos and stuff. He's awesome. How do you know? Shout this? out to you, sir. Wow, how do you know that? Is it in the credits of the video? No, he was he was on Twitter and he was like talking wow. about it all. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. See, this is why we love the the internet because you get to have, you get to see who's doing it and be like, yo, thanks. Mm. We appreciate yes. you. Um, but yeah, I love that. So clever though. That means that he actually like either cares or just did enough research to kind of throw oh, yeah. back, you know, harken back to that whole like era. I mean, the whole video is really cute. It reminds everyone of the 90s with the Nokia phones, like the... the yeah televisions and whatnot so it was really cute it's fun it actually has some of their um concert performance too in some of the uh, clips yes. I, think, I like that as well um mm -hmm. i think i actually heard and saw the lyric video so that was like my first b-side exposure and there's another song i think i think it is actually step to me maybe that was uploaded like nine or ten years ago on youtube so i think it was kind of just like floating around i may have like passed it but mm -hmm. this is when i could say i was familiar with um i like that the lyrics the way they come in, I thought they were like, you know, about some sexy time, but they're not because I heard take me for a ride, take you for a ride. But I realized that it's not about that. It's just like it's more like saying this isn't my first rodeo and this pony bucks back, you know, especially if you're going to be dishonest and think that you've got it in the bag, which I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like in your face. You're saying you got all this going on. C come, come to me, you know, get it from the horse's mouth. Like he's in there talking all this crap around town. I like this very confrontational. And I think now that you've mentioned that it was recorded around like the first album, that kind of time period, I hear the G-Funk inspired synth, but it, it feels like Say You'll uh, Be There has like a feisty, a feisty facelift. Like it's very just mm. your face and um, almost kind of rockish, but not too much where it's like taking away from their own personal brand. Um, I think my favorite section in the song is M and um, Victoria doing yeah. that little fun and tandem singing i enjoy a good girl group moments like that and it's really fun because it keeps the song from being too aggressive and it it's a proper pre-hook that winds you up really well before sending you off into that strong chorus so it feels like you're getting ganged up on a bunch of girls and then the, the two sweet ones like oh no honey it's okay and they send you into the crowd and get your, get your butt kicked so i like that <laughs> they look like they were really having fun singing it too like when i watched their their um their live performances it's like you can tell that they're grown mm -hmm. women and what, what whatever they were going through at the time or like with management or whatever personal things the song would probably feel like a cathartic moment because you can see like 
how energetic they were. Like there was not really crazy choreography. And then in the Istanbul performance, you have Jerry humping the floor and Mel C <laughs> doing a worm. Like it's a yeah. lot going on, but you can tell that they were genuinely into the song. So I like yeah. that for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think for me, the first time I heard this song was watching the pay-per-view airing of mm. Istanbul. Remember when pay-per-view was a thing? Yeah, um, yeah. At my friend's house, like, when I was a kid. And I mm -hmm. remember us all being like, what is this song? <laughs> Why is it not on any of their albums? Because I think they were talking about, it, like, oh, this is the Pepsi song. And we were like, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there was no way for us in the U.S. to really get the track. Yeah. Um, and so when we went, when my family went to Japan in like 98 or 99, we specifically made sure to go to a CD store so we could <laughs> buy the Japanese version of the Spice World album yeah. just for this song. Um, so yeah, a lot of effort was put in for me to get this song. That's exciting. So it has a soft spot for me. Um, and they also performed it at the show I was at for Spice mm -hmm. World 98. Um, Ooh, cool. Again, which is interesting because they didn't release it in the US, but they put it on the US set list. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I have I have good memories of this song, um, and I love a good pop rock moment. So mm -hmm. having the Spice Girls do a rock inspired song, I think, first off, I think it fits. I think you know Mel C eventually ended up doing a lot of rock inspired stuff in her solo career. Yeah. Um, but again, it just adds some nice depth to their catalog, and that's what's great about all of these B sides that we've listened to today. That they all actually do hold a place. They're not like bad versions of their other oh, songs yeah, you know yeah. they actually do have Stand a unique thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah think about them for sure um but again i can totally see why it didn't fit either album this one um mm -hmm. you know the first album's a little more chill a little more mature um and this one is just kind of a little much i think for that and okay, they kind of yeah. moved on from this i think for spice world right so mm -hmm. but yeah um i love the i love the vocals in this I mm -hmm. think actually this is one of the best showcases of all five of their vocal yeah. abilities. I think yeah. in the verses you hear kind of the attitude from Mel, Jerry, the two Mel's and Jerry, then Emma and Victoria have that little sweeter moment as mm -hmm. well. And so all five of them just sound awesome in this. Yes. Um, and then when they sing it live as well, it just all really fits well in kind mm -hmm. of where other voices sit naturally. And yeah. so they sound really good too. So that's always good. Um, I do have to shout out the Mel B rap in this. Yeah, we um, rapping again. Yeah, I said in the Spice World review that I wish that album had more Mel B raps. Mm -hmm. um, and this song is one of the reasons why, because I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. And like her yeah, cadence and her flow is really great, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like she she could really explore, could have explored that more uh, in the Spice catalog. Um, yeah. And I especially love the live version where she repeats it a second mm -hmm. time with the girl singing the chorus over it. Then yes. you also get Mel C. Here's where you get the Mel C ad libs at the Yay, end as well yes. on the live version. Um, <laughs> yeah, the live so version, yeah, yeah, this one is, it's so good. I kind of wished it made it to the Spice World 2019 set list because I think it does translate well live. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do have soft spot for this. So yeah, I probably will rate it higher than it actually deserves. But yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I respect that. That's funny. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I will probably okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm biased. That being, though, that being said, what is your score? I'm curious now. I will give it a nine. I'll give this one an eight point five. I like this one very much. All right, so we're at our cut or keep section already, which we only have. You know, each one has a twenty five percent chance here. I'm crying. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if you had to cut one of these beats, sets, I mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious for me which ones I'm gonna do, but. 
Which one would you cut? Uh, you know what? I ain't gonna hold you. Spice Invader. Dang it. Spice Invaders. <laughs> Spice Invaders. Oh, the Invader one can go. I can't even say it properly. It's fun, but it's just for me, I'm like, they have better skit moments in other songs. Even the Christmas songs, they have yeah. better skit moments. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is just one of those. Yeah, extra- definitely <laughs> Space Invaders. Spice Invaders can go. Yes, Spice yes. Invaders. Um, for my keep, I'm definitely doing Step to Me for sure. Yeah. But I actually do like the other three a lot. But I yeah, what you. do you think? I'll, I'll keep Outer Space Girls again. It just it just reminds me of like a 70s, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Femme yeah. Fatale show. I love yeah. it. <laughs> nice. All right. So any overall thoughts on the Spice Girls second album era? You know, it's a shame we we um don't have enough, like two, like not have enough. We do have enough. We've, we've made like what, four or five episodes on these girls. But it's a shame that we don't have like that much music left from them, like during this time. And then with things happening, it kind of stinks. I wanted to see how far they could go as like older women, you know, having babies and such. But eh, what can you do? Um, mm-hmm. This is, this is, um, that was like a testament to how good they were. And also what could happen when you kind of like burn out mm. your your faves or your your artists. Um, but we talked about that during our Spice World album review. At that time, what was going on with their management and such. And I can understand where they kind of were mentally. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is this is pretty good for some B-sides. Because I think oh, yeah. nowadays, if you compare in people's albums, there is not, it's like, there's no cohesion. There's nothing that sounds like, oh, yeah, this could have been. It just would have been a weaker track on the album, right? Sometimes the songs on contemporary albums are just, they don't make sense. It was just get a bunch of people to write songs and put them on an album, right? Like, there's no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason. This, I could hear, oh, yeah, it belongs on this album. Or, oh, it, I can hear this during this era. It makes sense to who they are as, as a group. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that for sure. What's about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned earlier, like, the Spice World album is pretty perfect as it mm-hmm. is. Like, those 10 tracks are all brilliant. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I don't think any of these tracks really deserved a spot on that album, but they do deserve a spot in their catalog. Um, You know, I like that they didn't, even with Spice Invaders, oh my God, keep trying to say Space, okay, Spice (laughs) Invaders, like, you could tell that they at least, like, made it fun. Like, I think if the conversation sucked, they would have at least been like, oh, you know, we need to do that again, we need to do some more or something. Like, at least there was enough effort put in that it is still kind of funny to listen to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So entertaining. So there's really nothing here Mm -hmm. or really in their catalog as a whole that's like a complete dud, which I really appreciate from them. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I love them. Um, And, yeah, I still (laughs) listen to all these songs all the time. (laughs) This is true. This is true. It comes up on your playlist every time I'm at your house. (laughs) Yes. Very true. All right, so what do you hope is next for the Spice Girls here at the start of 2023? At this point, I feel like, I feel like my, 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 what I want from them has changed, but it's oh. been pretty consistent Yeah. Um, in terms of like hoping that they do something together or at least at this point, I would not mind a biopic. Like I don't want for like the world to realize how amazing they are when one of them dies. Like that's always the case. Like you have to wait, we just are so dead. Like no, like. You can have like a thing for them while they're still alive, mm. so they can actually collect their flowers, as opposed to like, oh, yes. it's, it's a tribute to so and so. You know, I mean, I mean, something happens like like an accident or something. Can't plan for that, but you should definitely get that stuff in the works. You know, Abba has his has their their Stadium, experience. Arena. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. their immersive kind of thing. Why can't Spice Girls have it? 
Um, I mean, considering how big they were, I'm not sure what's going on in the UK. The US, we only know like two songs. Anyway, but in the UK, like I'm not sure what was going on for them. Do they even have wax figures? Like there should they be do. wax. Okay. Yes, altogether? I've seen them. Yeah. See? See? Not in the US. No. Anyway. I think they are. I think they've been in the US. They like tour those things. I mean like permanent fixture. But like I said, I just want something that's like a at least something we can go to and be like, you know, like like, like okay, in Indiana. Okay, so you want like a movie bio, biopic or a yeah, Broadway biopic? Uh, I don't know. Or Broadway, like, but Broadway would be hilarious. But I mean, any kind of any kind of tribute to them would be good because it's just it just hasn't been done in a sense where mm. it's like a newer generation can latch on. It's just kind of like wanna be every single time it's um, Women's Awareness Month or some crap like that. Like it's never like they're actually really talented as a group and deserve their flowers and their respect. So whatever kind of tribute thing I would like to see, at least while mm. they're alive. <laughs> you know, I don't want to wait till like forty years old and then they make a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I do not want a biopic. Mm. Um, I don't want to see other people portraying them. And this is, it's interesting, because obviously all the ones that have come out recently, like Whitney and Elton mm -hmm. and all of them, I didn't grow up with them, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it was retroactive for me mm -hmm. to, to kind of experience them, so it's not as weird for me to see someone else playing them. Mm -hmm. um, but with the Spice Girls, I have such a deep connection to all five of them that I don't think I would appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. Very much like how a lot of the older generation are like, I cannot watch Austin Butler do Elvis. You know, like Austin it just Butler. doesn't work. Oh, I was like, like Austin Butler. I right. cannot watch this person do Whitney. Like, I can't. I, I just literally can't accept it. So I yeah. understand that, um, and I, I, I think I feel the same way about them. Um, mm -hmm. There have been talks that the producer or director of The Last Dance. Mm. is working on a documentary of oh, for I'll them. I'll take that too. I'll take that. Shoot, I'll um, take anything like that. Yeah, I, I much prefer a documentary. I think, <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, we've seen documentaries before, but something a little more high profile, I think, would be good. Um, a little more kind of deeply produced, deeply thought. Um, yeah, as opposed not to something... just like, this is their rise to fame. Like, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. talk to them and like, what was going on at this time? Were you <laughs> yeah, unhealthy? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, there have been a lot of rumors about King Charles's coronation mm. and um, that he asked all five of them to come back together. Um, <laughs> That's cute. I, I could actually see that happening. You know, That's Victoria cute. is very much in touch with the royal family. Mm -hmm. You know, you're only really going to see a king get coronated one time in your life, hopefully, you know, True. Um, or at least even if not once, very rare, you know, once or twice yeah. at the most. Um, yeah. So it's kind of an awesome Thing to be a part of they already yeah. have all said that they've regretted missing the queen's jubilee because mm -hmm. they apparently were asked for that as well yeah. so maybe they will do that it's in may of this year so let's see what happens that'll be fun um, yeah so i think i said before my expectations for the spice girls are very low they can just never seem to really get it together and so yeah. i'm grateful for what <laughs> we've got <laughs> yeah that's not um, like i've ever changed my mind either much yeah <laughs> Um, I hope for the forever 25th anniversary, we get some interesting things. There are there are a lot of unreleased things from there. Um, mm. They had this whole kind of sessions in 99, you know, when they were still very pop. Then, you know, then we got the Dark Child stuff after yeah. that. And a lot of that old stuff got cut. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm very curious what they're willing to give the fans for that, especially if Jerry wasn't in there as well. So mm. I'm just kind of curious what they're going to give us. Again, my expectations are zero for that. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know what? More importantly than what they're going to do, what should we do next? Because we've now reviewed all their albums. <laughs> we've done the solo single pop-off. Yeah. Um, so what should we do? Should we do unreleased tracks? Should we do a 101 and talk about the business? Should we go into some of the solo careers? I don't know. Well, I mean, we could leave it up to our viewers. This is your opportunity to tell us what you want. We're giving you the exclusive uh, um, opportunity because we usually give it to our patrons. Uh, but yeah, if you have any clue as to what you would want us to do, definitely drop a comment. And if you get a couple likes, that's cool too. If you don't, that's fine. We'll just look through them. Uh, we're going to plan anyway, obviously. But I do want our Spice fans to get involved in our CCTV crew on YouTube to get involved as well. So definitely drop a comment. And let us know what you're asking for, what you would like. We got a couple requests for Jerry. I would not mind digging into that. I like Emma's mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, we've gotten some LC requests as well. Exactly. Yeah. So she has, she's got a bunch of music we can talk about. So, I mean, at this point, it's like we can make a choice, but let's get the CCTV crew involved. Mm, yes. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah? Yeah. So what do you all think about the B-Sides and the Spice World album? Make sure you go check out our full album review if you haven't. And we've done Spice and Forever also. All right, so let us know what other albums you'd like for us to review, as I mentioned. <laughs> you can join our crew on Patreon to hang out with us, and please comment below or message us at CCTV Pops on all social media. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on your post notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and a review. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Shan. And we are CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Mm.